Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates, 208-471-4444. Straight from your waking nightmare, it's the Morning After podcast with Nick and Big J, presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, the Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With a large selection of cars, SUVs, crossovers, and trucks, and payments as low as $250 a month, Rob and his crew have exactly what you need. And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes guaranteed, or it's free. And now, Nick and Big J. Well, good morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Here we are on Wednesday, the fifth day of October 2022. It's a Wednesday. My name is Nick. There's Big J over there. What up, Leo? How are you? I'm good. Yeah? Yeah. Happy Wednesday, my friend. You asked yesterday if my brain hurt. The answer is yes, it does. Today, well, I yesterday like, afternoon, <sighs> late afternoon. It didn't start hurting evening. until uh, late last night, early this morning, and then I was like, ugh, ugh. Uh, but we are here. We are accounted for because we have things that we have to do today. Big J watched a movie for you last night or afternoon. I'm not sure of his schedule. To be perfectly honest. But it is called uh, Inhubris, the no, horror movie, right? No, no, Inheritance. Inheritance, the horror movie. Yon Neck. Is it a horror movie? I mean, it's a little bit. Still a little bit. It's a thriller. All right. Suspense thriller category. No, like jump scares or, you know, evil villain. Yeah, there's an evil villain. Uh, but not like, uh, well, I don't want to ruin it. Uh, so we will talk about it in the review. That's coming up here before we hit 7 o'clock this morning. He'll let you know if it's worth your time or not. On Netflix, we have a couple of tickets to give away. Uh, in this moment, nothing more. Our last pair, yes, Big J? Uh, I'll have to double check that. I, I thought pretty sure we gave away our last pair yesterday. Oh my God! Then, uh, then I do know we have sold out tickets to the Theory of a Dead Man show with all good things coming up on Thursday. That show was officially announced as a sellout yesterday. Thank you, X Rock fans. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and we have tickets. We were holding on to it just in case. I was like, you know what? As we get closer, these are going to be valuable pieces of currency that we can use in exchange for people to listen to the radio station. And guess what? <laughs> Paid off. Finally. <laughs> so that's going to happen over the course of the show today. Uh, we are going to talk mental health, something that Big J and I are pretty big advocates about. The Pride and Mental Health is a great resource here locally for people struggling with some mental health issues they help in all sorts of stuff from group to single therapy to helping out with kids to anything you can do if you want to talk about stuff that's going on and they are celebrating their fifth anniversary here in the treasure valley with a big celebration on saturday we're going to talk to our friend dane about that particular thing called pride for 22 which you may guess by the name is also associated with ride for 22 something that big j and i have talked about many different times in the show and so it would be a pretty good idea for you to tune in in the 9 o'clock hour to learn a little bit about that and how you can help celebrate with pride, mental health, and all the cool things that Dane and his great group of people have planned for this weekend. But we should get started with some music, Big J. How say you? I say let's do it. Then Everlast it is. What it's like kicking off the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks. Day. The morning after with Nick and Big J. I'm sure, Big J, you are familiar with the Boise Rescue Mission Ministries, yes? Yeah. Around the Treasure Valley, they do a fantastic job helping out people that are in between residences or need some assistance. 
for some overnight care from time to time. And they also have a situation where, you know, as the weather quickly, Big J, sometimes here in the Treasure Valley, transitions from unbearably hot to, hey, it's kind of cold out there. It's one of those deals where they need the help to keep people warm as things start to cool down because it's going to start to happen fast and furious around these parts. So they're in need of winter coats. They're trying to do a coat drive over these next four days out there at the Boise Rescue Mission. So if you have XL or larger winter coats, they also say one of the things that they really struggle with come the wintertime is an acid tablet. So Pepto-Bismol, Tums, anything like that, that's really what they're desperate for this particular October. Wouldn't mind some bed sheets as well, but they're trying to garner up support and people to donate something. Uh, if you've got anything that you can give to the Boise Rescue Mission Ministries, now would be the time to do it because they need it and they've got some urgent needs this particular month. You can check out more information at their website, boiserm.org which has got a list of things which by the way they put up every single month if you haven't checked out of like things they're really really desperate for and really need in this particular month it's winter coats and some Pepto-Bismol so I thought you know what let's give them a little bit of love we like the Boise Rescue Mission a lot some great people work there it's a great opportunity to help them out a little bit maybe get the word out about some stuff needed by some great people here in the Treasure Valley so please absolutely man Uh, It happened last night, Big J. Uh, New York Yankee Aaron Judge made history in Texas as he launched his 62nd home run of the season to lead off a doubleheader that they were doing with the Texas Rangers. That officially broke the AL record uh, shared with Roger Maris for most home runs all time. A lot of baseball purists feel this makes Aaron Judge the true season home run record breaker. And it was a fairly big deal, and it was a no-doubter. Uh, that he had been waiting a couple days to hit, but it was a good swing on the third pitch of the game in the second game after he went one and four, the uh, one for four, the game before in the first doubleheader. But he left no doubt on that first pitch, and of course, Big J, it was caught by a billionaire. So uh, it's not like somebody's what? gonna get rich from yeah, like the dude that caught it is like a hedge fund manager or something crazy that a hedge fund that's worth like seven point eight billion dollars. What a loser! Uh, well, I mean, those are the people that can afford to go to the games and sit in those seats for the record-breaking attempts at uh, at history. So uh, he he's the guy that caught it. I don't think he's gonna need the money. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with that ball that Aaron Judge cranked into the stands. Dak Prescott probably not well enough to play uh, this weekend as the Cowboys are getting ready to try to win their fourth game in a row. Jerry Jones was asked if Dak was able to grip the football. His reply was, quote, not well enough to play. Uh, The Rams host the Cowboys on Sunday, so this is a pretty big deal. Rams trying to get back on track after faltering on Monday night, and the Cowboys trying to continue that winning streak with Cooper Rush at quarterback. What's going to happen, Big J? I ask you out loud. Boy, I don't know, man. Cooper Rush seems to be doing a pretty good job, though. So Yeah, well, I mean, and nobody's really talking about Kellen Moore, so let's us do it. I mean, they, to their credit, they've also been able to switch the actual game plan around a little bit. And, you know, it's not like Cooper Rush is out there putting up amazing numbers, but he's doing enough to win the games, and he's not screwing up to lose them, which is just as important in the NFL. Yeah, and Cooper Rush isn't exactly a, um, you know, a running threat of a quarterback. Right. Much like Kellen Moore. So, you know, there are some similarities there that maybe that helps Kellen Moore do game planning. Uh, you never know what goes into it, but, uh, you know, I'm not convinced that, like, I mean, if you ask me who's a better quarterback, my answer will be it's Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. And so if you're a Cowboy fan, you know, I think your offense is much more explosive with him on the field. But, uh, you know, it's hard to, I guess, 
go away from somebody that is undefeated in their starts. But again, my point is, it's not like Cooper Rush is putting up stupid numbers. I mean, he's got like three touchdowns over the course of four games. So he's not going crazy, but he's doing enough to win. And sometimes that's all it takes to be uh, loved. Either way, he is making money for himself right now. You hope. I mean, yeah, that's a backup quarterback. That was numbers like that. You know, look at some of the quarterbacks who even have had just one really good game as a backup quarterback make some money so this is probably a good thing for Cooper Rush making a Matt Flynn reference yeah hey uh, that Frazier sequel they talked about three years ago it's officially happening and it's officially happening on Paramount Plus of all places everybody kind of assumed it was going to be a Peacock thing because well Frazier was an NBC property for years and years and years and Paramount Plus is CBS but apparently Peacock passed and so Paramount Plus is like yeah we'll get that Frazier money that's getting a series order. Uh, Kelsey Grammer is set to reprise his role from the original show. Uh, David High Allen Pierce is also along for the ride. I think that's about it from the original show, although I don't know for 100%. Uh, so if you want to watch that new Frasier show, it's going to be coming to a streamer near you when it actually finally gets made. So I'm guessing that's going to be fairly soon or sometime in that. Motionless in white, masterpiece here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. I was going to talk about something here, but something literally just happened to me in the break room that I'm going to call an audible because oh. it was oh re- it was really, really, really weird. It was one of those moments where it's just a brief moment in time, but your whole life flashes before your eyes for something Jeez. really silly and stupid. And or, or like it was almost like a sliding door situation that Goofy Gwyneth Paltrow movie where like it, you can see a piece of reality break off where something would have happened how that would have changed the outlook of your day or something like that. It's heavy, dude. And it's, but it's not as heavy as I'm making it sound because uh, it's just me being uh, a germaphobe essentially. Oh, but it's not a bag of bagels. No, no. But I did watch somebody dig in into the bag of bagels, comment how hard those bagels I seem. I told you, man. And then proceeded to eat them so uh we're jackals around here i guess is my point hungry but uh but you know for those of you that haven't been to these studios which is a vast majority of you we have a break room kitchen here that is communal in the mornings and everybody goes and gets their coffee there and that's where i go and get my water and uh i wouldn't call it well kept big j would you I mean, attempts. There's attempts to keep it well kept. But. It's not filthy, but it's it's also like it's one of those deals where you look at it and you go, a bunch of people clearly use this part of the world, and so it's not as clean as it could be. And so we have a water cooler that's kind of right next to the the sink, and there's a carpet on the floor that I don't think has been cleaned since the Eisenhower uh, administration. I don't think any of these carpets have been cleaned. You're in a right. While. The, the floors here are are gross, but we have like a like a walk on carpet that's just littered in trash and garbage and crumbs and god knows what and and it's it's gross and it, and i look at it every morning when i'm filling up my water and i just go oh and today as i was talking to the person that was grabbing the bagel i was going to fill up my 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 thermos cup with water delicious cold water and uh and it almost slips out of my hands and falls onto this gross, disgusting carpet. And for this brief moment in time, I'm thinking, oh my God, I'm going to have to throw away no, don't my you cup. throw that away. I would, that, that floor is so gross, I would not want to put that towards my mouth again. I don't care. It's forever unclean. I was just looking at that carpet going, God, if anything I had that I was going to put in my mouth fell on that carpet, I would never touch it again. I wouldn't. It's gross. 
And so there was this alternative world where I did actually drop, I caught it, thank God. But I did actually drop my cup on that carpet. And I'm like throwing, I'm picturing myself throwing it away God. in the garbage right next to it going, God, that's, that's, I mean, I, I agree. It's over reaction to that you situation, but that's how that. I would do you it. You can put it in a dishwasher. I have been cleaning it and it's clean all the time. I wash it every morning. But my point is like, that is just too much grossness for me to overcome. Too many things have fallen on that carpet. Too many people have walked in there and God knows what else is on that carpet. No, I couldn't do it. I well, hey, do uh, it. Dane Mullen from Pride Mental Health will be here in a little while. <laughs> you can discuss this with him off air, okay? <laughs> You know what? That's actually probably you, you a really good idea. Help, bro. Morning After with Nick and Big J, a movie review from Big J next on the X Rocks. <laughs> Breaking Benjamin, so cold here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yesterday, right around this time, you selected a movie called Inheritance on Netflix for Big J to watch. We ask you, Big J, what was it about and how was it? Yeah, we'll start with the star-studded cast here, really. you got Lily Collins, uh, Simon Pegg is in this movie, Connie Nielsen, you've uh, probably you know, seen her in uh, movies like Gladiator, Wonder Woman, uh, and such. Uh, and then Chance Crawford, you might know him as The Deep in The Boys, Nick. Yeah, I do. So uh, he's just... And, and I don't know if it's just because of his character in The Boys, but now when I see him, I'm just like, ah, oh, what a swarmy little piece of... I'm not a big fan. Uh, but, uh, and uh, you know, he uh, he does not play necessarily a bad guy in this movie. And Inheritance is, is just what it sounds like it's about. It's about a guy who leaves uh, a bunch of money uh, for, and stuff for uh, his kids in Inheritance, and it's not something you want, ultimately. So it's not uh, money. Well, it's not. It's not money. He he leaves behind. Uh, by the way, uh, the uh, the main character here, Archer Moore Monroe, uh, played by Patrick Warburton, and uh, he passes away. And, and, and in the beginning of the movie, it's like you're left with this "what the hell's going on" situation, uh, and and how he ends up dying. And so you know, obviously, that something is is going to be weird and going on here in in thriller suspense kind of way. But uh, you, you transfer into this uh, the reading of the will, and uh, you know he had a lot of money, and uh, uh, his son is played by Chance Crawford, and, and he's running for office, and so he leaves him a huge chunk of money, and then leaves his his oldest daughter just a, a really small, tidy sum of money, and you know she kind of looks disappointed, but he also, uh, you know, uh, leaves her something else, a secret that uh, his uh, executive of his will uh, sets her brings her aside and says, "You need to see this video." And it's uh, it's uh, Archer Monroe uh, telling her that there's a secret bunker in their house. And uh, here, you need to take care of this situation. Not what you want to be inherited is a secret bunker. What's in that bunker? Secret bunker. It is. It really is, though. And it's it's not a great thing. And it could uh, topple and destroy the entire family. So My God. That's what you, that's what you get. And um, it's so yeah. There is some suspense and thriller because there's some twists and turns with what's in that bunker, and uh, it it can lay out very interesting. And you know, some keen people might pick up on it and be able to kind of predict what happens in the end but it's a pretty good plot twist and so i highly recommend uh, that you know that's why i'm not going to say too much about it because i don't want to ruin that for people and you know it's a decent movie it came out a couple years ago um and uh you know i, I don't remember ever hearing about it Me but either. there's uh there's some, some good performances in here and an interesting story so not bad and, and you know it i was like ah it's halloweeny time i want to see some horror movie stuff and this is borderline horror movie so Sounds like it's Big J approved. Yeah, approved. Look at this. A movie uh, Big J didn't know anything about coming in and knocked it out of the park. Simon Pegg is great. All right. Who does he play in it? He plays uh, a character named Morgan Warner. 
That does not help. I mean, like, is he like the executor of the will? Is he a kid? Is he just a dude? He's in the bunker. You. <laughs> but hey, that doesn't ruin too much. You'll find that out right away, pretty much. <laughs> All right, uh, it's my fault. I'll tell you it's this. My fault. I know you should ask for. I'll tell you this much. It's kind of a role we've never seen Simon Pegg play before. All right. All right. There you go. Uh, so let your blind wander wherever that goes. And I think it's uh, suffice to say, Big J says, check out Inheritance on Netflix. Yeah. All right. Do it's it. available. It's up there streaming now. Another good pick for streaming dumbass for Big J. Knock it off. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Pretty big cancer breakthrough happened this week over the UK, Big J. Turns out a bunch of scientists were experimenting with a bunch of different drugs out there, including ED drugs like Viagra, Big J. And they found out that if a user's using these, it can actually help patients respond to chemotherapy in their battles against cancer. Wow. Now, participants in this particular study had uh, esophageal cancer, which obviously is in the throat, but doctors are hopeful that the effects could carry into fighting other forms. Now, Viagra works by making involuntary muscles relax. I don't have to tell you that, Big J. But that increases blood flow to, you know, certain areas. And according to the study, the relaxing effect also impacts cancer fibroblasts, which are very big in chemotherapy. Dr. Sam Godfrey says the drug effectively knocks down the scaffolding cancers are built with. And knocking that down could be one of the many ways that they could use to treat cancer more effectively in the future. So pretty nice breakthrough. I mean, sometimes drugs do things that you don't intend them to do. And this helps out. So, maybe, just maybe, this could help a lot of people down the road, which is great. It's crazy how different medications meant for something else can have such great um, success on other things. So, question for you, Big J. Considering the volume of ED commercials that air on this station, are we then by proxy helping people fight cancer? It seems that way, yes. Love it, love it. According to reports on Tuesday, Big J, Tom and Giselle are headed for divorce court. Are you okay? Yeah, what do I care? Uh, the couple, well, they've been living separately for the past couple of months. They had a big fight. Now it seems they're calling it quits after 13 years of marriage. It has to affect you and your day-to-day life. Doesn't mean a damn thing to me. Huh? You're not affected by Tom Brady's marriage? No. Hmm. Are you sure you're American? Yes. Right. Aaron Judge made history in Texas Tuesday night, reaching his 62nd home run of the season. That breaks the AL record he shared with Roger Maris, and it was a big brouhaha at the plate. Congratulations to Aaron. He now is the single-season home run record holder for the American League. Well done. This is big news yesterday. I heard Jason and Adam talking about it, but in case you haven't heard, uh, bad news for you if you're a Rage Against the Machine fan. They're, oh, Ian, our buddy Ian, he's yeah, supposed to go to one of these. It's not happening now, man. It's been put off like eight times. Yeah, they had to postpone it, and then yesterday on their social medias, they basically said that they are canceling their 2023 public service announcement. Is he having his damn leg amputated? Well, did you read the post? No. Okay, so uh, what ended up happening was he's got about, uh, he has a severe tear in his Achilles tendon, and he's got 7% of his tendon left intact. And basically what's going to end up happening is he's going to need a series of surgeries in order to bring up this actual um, Achilles tendon that makes it possible for him to walk again. Right now he can't. 
And so he's dealing with it and trying to build it back up. So it's going to take a series of uh, God, surgeries. What did he do to that he's like he. Well, that's kind of what the post said. He's like he's like it's so hard to believe that we try we we practiced and prepared for this for so hard, and then the pandemic hit. And he's like, and then into uh, uh, an hour and a half into our first show on stage in Chicago, I blow out my Achilles tendon. I don't know what happened, but he said that then trying to perform on it and battling through it on the show was the worst idea he'd ever had that did more significant damage to it. And that's and then he finally sat down and finished the show. And then he did the shows that they did all sitting down. Of course, he wasn't moving. He couldn't. And so uh, they had to cancel their entire Northwest run here in the North America as well as their European tour. But this is the one that they had postponed because of it. But apparently Zach De La Rocha said that he just got some terrible news from his doctors and he needs to make sure he's fully healed so he can put together the show he wants to. And he says he looks forward to performing again in the future. But right now he's got to take care of his health. So that's that. Damn. I know. It was serious. I mean, it was weird. He was just jumping around. But man, I tell you what. I, I just wanted to make fun of him, but it's hard to make fun of him with that kind of thing. <laughs> jumping around in your 40s isn't the same as jumping oh, around no. in your 20s. God, uh, no. I'll tell you that. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Big J on 100.3 The X rocks. You ready for an episode of Judge Big J? Yeah. Wonderful, because we actually have a ruling. Let's see if you agreed with the judge in this particular case, but... It Probably starts not. in North Carolina, and Thomas Barnes is the focal point of Barnes! his uh, particular story here. And it all revolves around DirecTV. You're familiar with DirecTV, yes, Big Yeah, J? absolutely. comes with uh, a satellite dish. You have a fairly uh, elaborate remote control of which you can use to uh, change channels, adjust the volume on your television. Are you familiar with remote control? Yes, yes. <laughs> But also on the remote control is a way for you to order pay-per-view movies. You understand? Yeah. You oh, yeah. Click on it and you can just get it going and you're good to go. Well, uh, Thomas Barnes received a bill from DirecTV and uh, there was an additional $70 charge on his DirecTV bill uh, for pornography. Big J, you understand? Oh, yeah. And he was like, hang on a second, man. I, I, I'm not that kind of guy. I don't, I don't watch pornography. Must have been my dog jumping on the remote, ordering up a bunch of porn. $70 worth, as a matter of fact. And so he believes that his dog made the purchase by hopping on the bed, which then had the remote and hit a button. And so what ended up happening was Barnes called DirecTV and said, hey, listen, I got a $70 charge for a little porn on my, my actual DirecTV bill. That wasn't me. That's my dog. I've been a longtime customer. You haven't seen any porn in my past. This is clearly a mistake. Can we call this one even and just, you know, figure this out? And, of course, the answer was no. DirecTV said absolutely not. I mean, listen, this isn't the first time somebody's tried to say we haven't ordered pornography. We're used to hearing this No, I, this I can tell you the exact, the exact thing that they do because I used to work at uh, DirecTV. Okay, tell me. Uh, so they would have you go through some steps and uh, hit some buttons um, on your uh, on your remote to bring up on your 
screen the fact that the only way that you could get those is if you used your remote to order them. And there, and it's been a long time since I've done it, but I'm, I'm guessing that there's a couple times you have to hit a button so that to avoid just this exact same situation. I remember even before I had parental <clears throat> controls back when I had satellite television, I had to enter a four-digit pin just to order a movie regardless of yeah. what it was. And so I'm guessing the porn channels have that same fail Especially failure. with the adult stuff or any of the expensive pay-per-view, you're going to have more than one step to get there. But uh, I'll take your word for it, and it's a good argument. But Barnes dug in and was like, no, this isn't me. I'm not paying it. I don't want to do it. And so he took his complaints to the FCC, Big J. A judge has made a decision. Do you think that judge ruled in favor of Thomas Barnes, the guy who said my dog ordered my pornography, or in favor of DirecTV? Well, I don't know where this, uh, in what court this is. North Carolina. Oh, uh, yeah. City. This idiot judge probably ruled with a guy. You're absolutely right. The yeah, judge did that rule. That sounds like a stupid excuse some idiot judge in North Carolina would go for. Uh, did rule in his favor and said that the gentleman did not have to pay the $70 fine. And every It shouldn't have gotten to this point. It was a pretty dumb argument over 70 bucks, And maybe, just maybe, he should. The DirecTV should have said, it's cool, don't worry about it. Yeah, they should have, actually. But DirecTV was arguing the same thing that you were arguing. They're like, hey, listen, I mean, if it was a legitimate accidental charge, you can see us forgiving it but it's a three-step process for you to order this pornography unless your dog knows your foot your remote controls pin he's not going to do it it would take quite the coincidence for a dog to order three yeah. different pornography movies using a pin three separate times so what's more you know realistic judge and the judge said the dog is realistic to me yeah that part's dumb also though dumb on direct tv's part because uh they what they're doing here is uh, they're ruining themselves and just milking this dude for money just you know give him a pass on this he's that's 70 bucks that's one month's worth of service these days i suppose but that's not what happened now they have to give him a pass and i'm sure he's probably pissed at direct tv even though he knows probably deep down that he ordered although big j to be fair you did not ask the breed of dog do you know what the dog breed was god no what is it horn dog morning after but nick and big j there's your we're going yeah, to hell no, story <laughs> it's the x rock that is some Green Day for you here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. And we Americans, Big J, sometimes we have a flair for the dramatic. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure things are always as good or as bad as we say that they are. But, man, we like to say that things are worse as hell and we can't take it anymore. And there's a particular survey that came down and I'm trying to figure out, like, where we're gone wrong because it's mostly about customer service and while customer service can be annoying there's no doubt about it i mean you know whether you have some issues that you need resolved or you're stuck in automated system hell or you have to repeat yourselves a bunch of times to each person as you get transferred from department to department i can understand the annoyance involved in dealing with customer service but according to the survey 42 percent of americans say they'd rather spend a night in jail than deal with customer service and that just points to me that that 42% of Americans at least realize they, they've never been in jail before. Yeah, yeah, probably not. Uh, and I guess it might depend on the jail, too. But <laughs> You have a favorite jail you want to give a no, shout-out to? No, I'm just saying I would say some jails might be better than others. Yes, you're, you're absolutely correct. And, and so, but still to say, yes, I'd rather, you know, give up my freedom for 24 hours and spend the night in jail than actually deal with customer service seems to me like an asinine statement, full stop. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, I can understand where you're like, you know what I don't like to deal? I have to deal with automated systems on customer service. Legitimate complaint, total, uh, I get your beef. But then you're like, you know what I'd rather do? I, I, I'd rather spend the night in jail than, than resolve my situation <laughs> that, I have, that I have instigated with a company or product that I'm complaining about. And that seems a bit harsh. Now, uh, I know that it is uh, among the top three most hated jobs in America as well, those on the customer service side of things. And I guess kind of that's part of our job here, Big J. And we've all worked customer service before. Yeah. And I I certainly can understand the feeling of uh, unappreciation in those that work in that particular field. But we all need to do a little bit better job maybe treating them with respect and then that job wouldn't be as bad. Because, listen, if you're getting screamed at and yelled at all day, eight hours a day, odds are by the time four o'clock hits, you're not exactly the most friendliest person in the world. And then you've got a whole other situation. To and that's with. probably if you're a regular, decent person. Right, you, right. You know, then you throw in the entitled people that feel like there's this, everything's supposed to be handed to them. Uh, they get real belligerent. And I hear it all the time because my wife works in customer service. Right. And she works from home. And so I, I can hear uh, sometimes just uh, how out of line people can get. Right. And, and you, you, that's the other thing we have to take into account is, I mean, customer service, by the time you finally get a hold of somebody in customer service, let's say it's been a while, odds are you're damn near at the end of your rope, right? You're frustrated yeah. and that's understandable and you're finally hoping somebody can resolve the situation. But on the other end of that phone call is somebody that has dealt with I don't know, a hundred people at the end of their rope every single day and in the worst mood possible and yes, have been inconvenienced and yes, would like some sort of remedy to it, but don't care about that other person on the other line that has to dealt with that all bleeping day. And I can't fathom it. And to those that do it, thank you very much for putting up with the worst of us in our worst situations and, and obviously upset. That can't be an easy job, but we don't make it any easier for them, I guess is my point. Yeah. So yes, customer service, I understand it's a pain to deal with, but can you imagine dealing with your cranky ass for eight hours a day? It probably would not be great to be on the other end of that deal. Morning After with Nick and Big J coming up in a few minutes, some important stuff and your pop culture smackdown. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Unrealistic beauty standards, Big J. Not great. Not great for people's self-esteem. Not great for mental health, period. And it's not great for the economy, at least the U.S. economy. A new report indicates that we lose billions of dollars every year because of missed work, depression treatment, and other effects. The body hate and discrimination that's never good for people. Study was put together by Dove, who has self-funded There's something called the Self-Esteem Project, and it estimated that appearance-based discrimination costs about $501 billion annually, Big J, and that people being unhappy with their body costs us about $301 billion. Now, that includes us doing all sorts of procedures and, you know, dietary things and plastic surgeries. All that stuff is factored in because, yeah, at the end of the day, you're getting a plastic surgery because you're not like, you don't like the way you look. At the end of the day, you're hiring a personal trainer because you don't like the way you look. And so these Jeez. are all things that can factor into that kind of stuff. Now, it's not great, but it's maybe something that people need to be more cognizant of and realize that there's a whole bunch of money out there that doesn't need to be spent if we all just felt a little bit better about ourselves. And I would say, Big J, you and I have been fighting unrealistic beauty standards for years. Agree or disagree? And doing nothing about it. No, but I mean, we... Certainly aren't what you would call. If you looked up "beautiful" in the dictionary, would we appear? Yes. Huh? That's nice beautiful to say. disaster. Aww, three eleven guys. 
New York Yankee singer Aaron Judge made history last night as he hit his 62nd home run of the season. That breaks the AL record. Been waiting a while for this to happen. Led off of the game two of the doubleheader last night with a big shot out there to uh, left field. So congratulations to Aaron Judge. Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchin apparently getting a divorce. I'm sorry about that, Big J. And it doesn't seem like Dak Prescott's going to play this weekend for the Cowboys, according to Jerry Jones anyway. So don't get your hopes up for a Dallas uh, Dak return to Dallas very, very soon. People won't stop watching the Jeffrey Dahmer series Monster on Netflix, Big J. It's become the ninth most popular English-language television show of all time. All time. Wow. In 12 days alone, this show has been viewed for almost 500 million hours across the globe, mostly here in the United States. So as much as uh, people say that it's wrong and gross and there's some issues with it, people can't stop watching it. Why is that, you think, Big J? Well, I heard it's good. You know what I mean? I mean, there's one thing that's like, oh, hey, you know, uh, the I guess uh, what I'm trying to say is all the hype around it and people saying don't watch this because it's bad for, you know, just in general. We've talked about that a couple times this week already. Uh, but Victims' I, uh, families aren't yeah, fans. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I, I've heard that the show itself is well done. Sure. I mean, you know, uh, the, the, the gentleman behind this is the same one that does American Horror Story. And he's worked with Evan Peters before, so they have, you know, a very good kind of working relationship. And Evan's a very good actor and great at what he does, so not a surprise. But uh, I am surprised at how many people are watching it and how many hours, I guess, it's been done. But that's... Plus, it's, you know, that time of the year. Serial killer time, sure. Yeah, Halloween. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Enjoy. Smackdown on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, we've got some sold out tickets for you here for Pop Culture Smackdown as Theory of a Dead Man. All good things here tomorrow for the Xmas Bash in October. We'll get you set up with these sold out tickets if you can beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown. All right, you want them? Come get them. 208 287 1003. You're going to have to answer some questions about the world of pop culture in order to claim this prize and go to the sold out show, which is happening tomorrow night at the Knitting Factory. Big J, are you ready? Yeah. Yeah, man. And let's get ourselves a contestant. Good morning, the X. Hello. Hi, good morning. What's your name? Will. All right, Will, you're up first. Will, hot and or spicy chicken wings are usually associated with what's Rust Belt City in America? Uh, with what? I'm sorry, what was the, what kind of city? Hot or spicy chicken wings usually associated with what Rust Belt City in America? Um... Let's see. You said Rust Belt City? Rust Belt. Like the Rust Belt. They're along the eastern part of the United States. Um, California? Nope. <laughs> you are going to kick yourself when you hear the answer. Hello, the X. Poor guy. Ooh. Hey, man. Hot and or spicy chicken wings are associated with what Rust Belt City here in the United States of America? I have no idea, man. Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> Am I going to have to give choices for this? You, I think it's just the wording of the question. People get, get Rust Belt I mean, caught up in their yeah, head, yeah, maybe? Yeah, yeah. I mean, what would I say? I don't know what else. Any city. The New York I mean, City? Yeah. Near in New York? Hello, the X. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Hot and or spicy chicken wings are usually associated with what New York State city? 
Buffalo. Yeah. Right. Buffalo wings. That is correct. Oh, way to give it to the lady, Nick. Jeez. <laughs> uh, Big J, uh, what late night host started out with his own MTV talk show? I'm going to give you multiple choices. Oh, thank God. Conan O'Brien, Craig Ferguson, or John Stewart? John Stewart. That is absolutely correct. Right. Uh, back to you. I'm sorry, I never got your name. What's your name? This is Julie. Julie, uh, the comic strip, the cartoon, and the movie Garfield is actually set in creator Jim Davis's home state, which is what? Indiana, Ohio, or Nebraska? Ooh. I'm going to have to guess Ohio. Ohio is a good guess because it's on the list. Wrong. No, that is not correct. Sorry, Julie. Thank you for playing. I these today, man. Hello, The X. Hello. Hey. Uh, Garfield, the comic strip, the movie, and the TV series is set in creator Jim Davis's home state, which is what? Indiana, Ohio, or Nebraska? Ohio. Ohio! Oh, that is still incorrect. Sometimes the delay will get you. When we're on a 30-second delay, it is tough sometimes when somebody answers a question wrong and then the other person isn't able to hear it. Well, also, if they're listening on uh, Bluetooth, they yeah. can't hear the radio. If you're listening on Bluetooth, it also makes it fairly difficult in order to pull it off. So, hello, the X. Good morning. Hello. Hello. Hi. Uh, according to the comic strip Garfield, the TV show Garfield, and the movie Garfield, it's all set in a creator Jim Davis's home state, which is what? Indiana, Ohio, or Nebraska? Indiana. That is correct. Good job. All right. Big J, whose MTV Unplugged remains the best-selling live album of all time? Um, Let's take a shot in the dark here. Nirvana? Nirvana. Wrong. Alice in Chains? Uh, solo artist. Wrong. Uh, I don't believe in them. You don't believe in solo yeah, artists? that's right. Gary Clark Jr., who's listening to this show right now, sorry, we're so Gary. sorry. We're so sorry, so sorry. sir. So sorry. Uh, you, that means you are victorious no matter what. Do you happen to know the answer? MTV Unplugged, best-selling live album of all time? No, I don't. Okay, well, it's worth it. Uh, Big J, what if I said he currently has a song out with Ozzy Osbourne? Did that help? Uh, Jeff Beck? No. Wrong. Eric Clapton? Yeah. Right. <laughs> you put Jeff Beck ahead of Eric Clapton? Yeah, the album? Sorry. Congratulations. Uh, Jeff Beck has not done an MTV Unplugged, by the way. Congrats. You are going to go check out the sold-out show with Theory of a Dead Man and all good things tomorrow night at the Knitting Factory. That is Xmas in October. Enjoy the show. Hang on one second. We'll get some information from you and do some headlines next on the X Rocks. <laughs> headlines are as follows, Big J. Finders, keepers, high society, and it's back. High society. A London restaurant is hiring, Big J, but it's for a strange position. They're looking for somebody in particular with gorgeous hands. The George restaurant Costanza. is called Bacchanalia, and it's going to open up later this year. But what they're looking for is somebody that will be a professional grape feeder to their customers, but they need to have perfect, soft, wonderful hands in order to do that because the restaurant is supposed to be a celebration of the Greek and Latin uh, kind of, I guess, cuisine of back in the day. Uh, but they do give free manicures at the job, so there's that. Mm. So they're looking for somebody that has the ability to, uh, I guess, uh, cause exuberant revelry in feeding customers grapes as they wait for their table. So, uh, But they make sure that they're going to go through lots of, I guess hand modeling auditions in order to make it happen but it pays well if you want to do it you think you could be a great feeder big j no that feels relatively like i mean it's one of those jobs where like I, no matter how much they pay you still feel kind of like demeaning going to work maybe you know what i mean yeah like 
Yeah, I get paid a lot of money, but like I have to like feed people grapes into their open mouths, and it's weird and strange. And I don't know if I'd want to eat at a place like that, Big J. No, of course I, I, not. You don't know where people's fingers have been. God forbid. It's not even about that. I just, I would, I mean, I would feel like such an a-hole, I think, dining at a place like oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And so it would be like, oh, I'm just not comfortable thinking I'm that much better than everybody. But hey, listen, if you are, enjoy. Finders keepers or it's back. Finders keepers. A Delaware couple turned their lunch into a lottery when they ordered a clam appetizer, Big J. Mm. They were at a beachfront restaurant over the summer and they ordered some clams as an appetizer. When the dish came to the table, had some peppers on it, despite asking the server to leave the peppers off. Listen to my order. But they decided, you know what, we're not going to send it back. We can just pick off the peppers. No big deal. Next thing you know, Katie starts chomping down on a clam and bit into something hard, Big J. The shell? She thought so, but guess what it was? A pearl. A purple-covered pearl, Big J. Oh, damn! The Overland did a little research online and learned that the purple pearl is incredibly rare and it's likely worth a ridiculous amount of money. They bought it to a gemologist and just recently got the appraisal. They think it's worth about $5,000 just from eating a little clan appetizer, dude. So now they're thinking about uh, selling it, but they're like, you know what? We might hang on to it because it makes a great story, but uh, still a fun little lunch, I guess. And if you're going to bite into something unexpected in a meal, at least it's worth money. Yeah. Amen to that. I mean, people have bitten into a lot worse stuff than something that's worth 5,000 bucks. So enjoy that. Uh, what you do with it, I guess, is up to you. And I, I, I would imagine if you do it, you, you, you keep it, right? I mean, if you get yeah. the clam that has a pearl in it, that's now your pearl. Yeah. You served luck. it to me. But yes, they are very few and far between. It's not something that happens very common. Wrap it up with It's Back. Big J, I'm going to defer to your knowledge because you have the inside track at Costco. I do. Have they brought back in-store food samples? Yeah. Oh, it's been back for a while. Okay. Uh, Trader Joe's just announced this week that they're bringing it back at their store. Uh, that is something that they are apparently happy about. Of course, that was something that went away during the pandemic. How long have they been back at Costco? I don't know. It seems like quite some time. What was the last food demo that you enjoyed? I usually don't. You don't take part? How come? Here's the thing. Uh, because wherever they have those food demos, it's a congregation of people. Okay? And they're just in the damn way. I'm not there to get this. I already know what I want from Costco. I don't know what's delicious. These people are in my way. Oh, so you'd, I mean, but what if it's a new product you haven't heard of? No yeah, I'm not a sampler usually. Okay. That's interesting to me. Uh, I am not either, but uh, I, I certainly understand I mean, people. I mean, everybody would go to Costco for that particular reason. Yeah. to get sample day, bro. For you, God forbid, you don't know where that sample's been. I don't know where, and, and everybody else around it, I don't know who's touched it and then walked away and decided not to have it. The hell out of here, man. <laughs> That's somebody else's food. Oh, I love That's their love food. It. Their food. But enjoy the free samples if you're somebody that does, for sure. <laughs> Uh, all right, how about we take a look inside the TDS Fiber Traffic Center one final time. Morning After with Nick and Big J, and we have a friend of the show in studio with us this morning to talk about something really cool happening this weekend. His name is Dane Mullen with Pride Mental Health. How are you, sir? Good. How are you guys doing? Very good. It is good to see you again. Thank you very much for coming in. Congratulations on Pride Mental Health reaching five years. Uh, it's kind of hard to believe, but when you started this whole thing, that's kind of what you are hoping for, right? That's exactly right. Yeah, five years was our first big goal. Now it's time to reflect on everything we've done right and make any adjustments that are 
necessary and map out the next five to ten. And you're doing so by celebrating with a big old party on Saturday, yeah. but doing it in the Pride way where it's a it's a big gigantic <laughs> party, but you're also helping out people in the process, right? Yeah, yes. Um, so we've always done something to celebrate our anniversaries, and last year when we celebrated our fourth year, I was driving home from the event, and we were just at a park having a potluck, and I was trying to think how we could outdo ourselves. And in our true fashion, we decided to have a party. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we, uh, the original idea was I wanted to see what I could do to try and bring the community together to truly celebrate and thank our team. Um, This team is stellar. Um, I, I am honored to be a part of it. Uh, we would not be who or where we are without every single person on our team, um, from our counselors to our case managers, peer and family support providers. Uh, I, I'm beside myself at how dedicated this entire team of individuals is to just simply serving others. Everybody has to pay their bills, and to me, the people that choose to do what we do to support their own lives is just nothing short of amazing and if I could help shine light or bring attention to mental health providers and specifically my own team I'm all about it yeah and you know uh, you're talking of course about pride mental health and and you know it seems like this is the five-year anniversary like almost from the beginning and it's I think it's because we know you because you're a local musician and you're in some bands and I mean those bands are gonna be playing at uh, pride for 22 but also just uh, you know it came in a time in my life when I'm like man I really needed help um, going through uh, you know a lot of grief from losing parents and those sort of things and it's like oh hey right here is a great uh, group of people and I'm like I started using pride mental health and it just really is one of those things where especially for us we, we really want to help people understand it's okay to have mental health issues it's not a stigma it's just real life it's just how it is when we go through life you have loss and those sort of things and you know your group being right there helped me tremendously so you know the fact that you want to celebrate i want to celebrate with you guys and i think it's a great thing that you're doing here thank you man i appreciate that we our biggest goal when we first started out was accessibility um we all know the stigma that surrounds mental health and uh, most people don't like to talk about it they don't like to put it up on the table and one of the biggest things we could have aimed for was to be relatable and easy to access and i feel like we've really accomplished that and we actually just served our thousandth client so we just crossed a thousand clients uh, which was another big milestone for us that's it's just a thousand lives that we've at the very minimum helped impact and help them learn to help themselves um yeah i'm 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 beside myself at this five-year mark because there's so much more to do and everybody's still raring to go yeah and and as you mentioned the way that you're celebrating is the big old party coming up on saturday yeah pride for 22 so you're taking over the terrence driving and uh that's pretty awesome number one a great place to have some stuff and then there's going to be some bands playing and it's all for a benefit as well correct yeah so in addition to celebrating our team we decided to try and benefit one of the nonprofits that we've had the honor of working alongside for the last five years ride for 22 is a insanely dedicated 
nonprofit organization committed to spreading awareness and information and resources, but helping prevent veteran suicide. I have watched these guys literally work and raise funds and then put those funds in the hands of people that need it, whether it be a family that lost someone to suicide. Uh, we were at their night ride event just a few weeks ago, and I watched them dedicate $4,000 to a veteran-based scholarship for college. Awesome. Uh, we've just watched them legitimately do the groundwork and, again, it comes back to those community-driven and community-passionate organizations that are out there. Um, so it was it was a little difficult to pick one of our community partners to benefit, but once we realized how far up they were on the list, it was an easy decision, and uh, they gave us permission. So we we just decided to start pulling all of our resources together and see what we could what we could pull off, and this thing just went from a small idea to a big event, and we're we're super excited. Um, We'll be taking over the drive-in, which a lot of people love the idea of having this at a Mm -hmm. drive-in. We have six musical acts lined up. We're going to have axe throwing. We have an entire area dedicated to kids. Um, We've got carnival activities. We have food vendors. We have... I mean, name it. We're trying to get our hands on it. Love it. <laughs> Not messing around. Love it. And what time does it begin on Saturday? So from 2 to 9, okay. out at Terrace um, in Caldwell, we all of our vendors will be showing up around 1 o'clock, but the activities will we'll kick things off with the national anthem from Dave Nudo at 2 o'clock. Great. Um, next up will be the Dynamic Arts um, Rock Academy from Emmett. They are an after-school program for kids, for youth. Uh, awesome. It's kind of a school of rock thing. They are amazing. Uh, we've played a lot of shows with them, such as Rock the Block, benefiting kids, Idaho kids with diabetes. Um, we have a special appearance from an artist called Superior One. He actually wrote a song just for this event. He's going to perform that song and give a speech about um, his passion for suicide prevention. Um, but then we've got Devils County. We've got... Dave Nudo coming up after that, uh, Reason Within, and then our headliner, and I couldn't be more honored to be able to say this, but Nixon Rodeo's coming down from Spokane. They're going to come join us, and they they are really excited to get behind this event. Everybody is. Every band just volunteered and leapt at the opportunity. That's great. That is great. And, of course, it all happens. Uh, Dane, do you need tickets or anything to get in? How does it work? So, truth is, this is a free event. Okay. At the core of all of this, it is a community event meant to spread awareness, information, and resources. We've seen so much growth in Idaho over the last few years that not only do we have more people, but we have more resources available than ever before. And so, we wanted to use this as an opportunity not just to celebrate our team, not just to to shed light on Ride for 22, but also to bring people together and make them aware of what is truly available to them. And so we have tickets. They are essentially a $5 souvenir. Mm-hmm. Um, people can donate $5. You'll get a ticket. Uh, we'll have other things available for souvenirs at the Pride booth um, during the event, t-shirts and whatnot. Uh, but 
if you can't afford a ticket, if you're not in a position to be able to donate five bucks, you're still going to get in. Just just come in and have a great time with us. Beautiful. Terrence Drive-In on Saturday. Big J, you're going to be emceeing the event along with our buddy Dan Woods as well. So that's really cool to see you guys come together and help out. And, and Dane, I know that's not what this is for, but we are big advocates of people uh, reaching out and looking for help if they need it. Uh, Pride has a wonderful amount of services that we've talked about that have helped both of us out in times of need. If people need that help, how can they get to hold of pride uh, easiest way is go to pridementalhealth.com if you want more details on this event we have a tab called pride for 22 which is what we're calling the event um, but there's also uh, t- a resource page there's a services p- uh, tab uh, basically anything that you want to know about pride mental health you can find at our website um, but in addition feel free to stop at our office you can email you can shout from a mountaintop if you need to we're we're ready to answer any questions and help anybody that that needs it love it uh thank you for what you do thank you for your team for all the help that they've done in the treasure valley over the past five years and plenty more to come come on out and celebrate pride mental health and pride for 22 this saturday terrence drive-in in caldwell you will not be sorry thank you dane for coming in we Absolutely. appreciate that thank Thanks, you brother. guys you're awesome Pressed. on the morning after with nick and big jay yeah, and Bad Impressions brought to you by Treasure Valley Subaru. It's more than just Subaru. They're the Idaho Center pre-owned superstore. And we got sold-out tickets for you uh, tomorrow night. Theory of the Dead Man, along with all the... Uh, all good things. All good things. Thank you. Uh, sold-out show for the Xmas Bash in October. We'll get you set up with those tickets if you figure out bad impressions. 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call if you'd like to play bad impressions. It works thusly. Big J's got three clues. He needs to figure out who somebody famous is, and then you need to figure that out just along with him. If you can get it correct in those three clues or less, then boom, you are going to the sold-out show coming up uh, tomorrow night. Hello, The X. This is Josh. Josh, you're up first, man. Good luck. I'm an eight-time Oscar nominee and one-time winner. Oh, that could be a lot of people, right? No, not too many. Oh. Uh, next. Secure I won for Scent of a Woman. Hoo-ah! Hoo-ah! Um, is that De Niro? Nope. Can you oh, bo- Go ahead. Okay. Dennis Pacino. There you go. Hey, there you go. You got it, Josh. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with those three of a dead man. All good things tickets for Xmas in October. Uh, clue three for fun. Uh, can you believe they're trying to remake Scarface? Uh, no, I cannot. But why yeah. is Al Pacino in the news, bro? Uh, he is uh, close to signing a deal with Penguin Random House to write his memoir, Nick. Aw, you know. Uh, page six reporting that. And a source says Pacino's book would will uh, be handled by the same team that was behind Will Smith's best-selling memoir, Will, in 2021. So I can only imagine what would be in this. Uh, be pretty interesting read, I'd imagine. Uh, enough for you to actually pick up a book no. and read it? No, he's no Chuck Yeager. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think you're fine with Pacino, but you're not like overly like interested in his life, right? Yeah, no kidding. I mean, it's an interesting story, the way uh, how hard it, it was, because his breakout role was The Godfather, of course. And it was an interesting kind of story, how hard the team had to fight to get him cast in it, because the head of the studio hated Al Pacino, thought he was way too short to be a lead in the movie, and didn't think he was a good enough actor. It turned out, of course, all those things were wrong, and they were right to cast him. Um, but, you know, since then... He's had some pretty iconic roles, Big J. Uh, of course, Dick Tracy being your favorite. But there are lots of other great roles out there for Al Pacino that you could probably be featured in a book. And Hollywood memoirs tend to sell, Big J, as long as you're spilling tea, too, while you're in it, right? Yeah, hopefully that happens. Here's some Ellen Barkin stories out of them. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We're going to wrap up the show here next on the X-Rocks. <laughs> 
I know we are in hell week when it comes to concerts, man. Gary Clark tonight, Theory with Dead Band tomorrow. In this moment, nothing more. Friday, Clutch on Saturday. But know this, uh, that band is less than a month from coming to town as well. I Prevail is going to be at the Rev Center on the 1st of November. You can grab your tickets at xrock.com. That's how we're going to wrap up the morning after with Nick and Big J today. Thank you to Dane Mullen coming in from Pride Mental Health to talk about Pride for 22. That is happening this Saturday at the Terrence Drive-In in Caldwell. Go check it out. Big J going to be out there doing the MC stuff as well. So swing on by, win some stuff from the X-Rock stock, maybe donate a little bit of money, pick up some cool raffle prizes, check out some cool, great music, and enjoy the day and enjoy the community and enjoy your mental health, man. That's what it's all about. Making sure that we're the best people that we can possibly be. So it is a good thing to do without a doubt. Plus, uh, thank you to everybody that texted in with the code word for the inflation retaliation. Another chance of that coming up at 11 o'clock with Jason Drew. Leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, uh, lawmakers in Europe have decided, uh, and they made a big decision that's going to affect Apple, that in, by 2020 phone, uh, 2024, all phones, tablets, and cameras will have to use a USB-C connector. And of course, Apple uses their Lightning connector. Uh, so uh, that's, uh, that's going to be a big deal. And I know there's some people here in the United States who are trying to do the same thing, but I don't know if uh, I think that's a great thing. Why not? It's the exact reason I don't like Apple, being forced to use something uh, when you know it's not what's welcomed in the open source world, right? But, but so. if, if if they make them use what everybody else is using, wouldn't that be a benefit to everyone? Uh, sure, but at the same time, it's also you know forcing people to do stuff they don't want to do. I mean, Apple wants to you know be a company that wants to do this. It's like, hey, I mean, why are you making us decide what we have to use? to charge a phone or a device. Well, you Seems... know why that's done. Apple does it so that you have to buy Apple products and no, they can make I, more I money. I understand that. I mean, and just being told, you know, that you have to use this particular cord to uh, to charge a device. You see, it seems to me like this is a ridiculous use of federal government. You're absolutely right. But they, they I mean, you'd be probably surprised how much federal regulations are involved in all the things that you use on a regular basis that they are forcing companies to use for safety or convenience or whatever reason. It's a lot of it, I guess, is my point. And this is just one way I, I'm guessing that I, probably somebody has, like, Samsung's got money in somebody's yeah. pocket that's making I'm not sure. Bad. Yeah, I'm not sure who's cord to burn. Like, I mean, let's do it Idaho style. Burn it all, dude. Yeah. yeah. Throw your phone my out the lightning window. charger and <laughs> my yeah, Android charger. Everything is trash. Burn it all. Morning after with Nick and Big J. That's it for us. We will see you guys tomorrow. Jason Drew's coming up next. Have a good one. It's the X Rocks. <laughs> The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.